Starcasting to you from the City of Angels. Hi, everyone. My name is Kiris. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. Astrology is the eternal, indestructible superpower of the cosmos. And if you're looking for the force and freedom to make your own choices in life, to live the life that you want to live, then you've come to the right place. All you have to do is look up and look within. As above, so below. Let's journey with astrology and explore how to connect with the stars, the planets, the energies for our new week ahead. Now, this is for the week beginning Sunday, November 13th through Saturday, November 19th, 2022. Let's explore. There are so many goodies I've been dying to share with you for this week coming up. Now, to begin with, on Sunday, November 13th, we have a grand trine in water. We've got the moon at home in Cancer, making a trine flow to the sun in water Scorpio, fixed water Scorpio, and Neptune in Pisces. Now, this grand trine in water with Mercury and Venus, also in fixed water Scorpio, Jupiter in mutable water Pisces, this grand trine in water is the cosmic superpower of losing yourself in something that you love so much. When we are absorbed in something, immersed in something, and the emotion is there, the passion is there, we love it. Then what can happen is transcendence, ecstasy. Have you ever been in a situation where hours have have passed by, but you've been so engrossed in what it is that you're doing. You're like, gee, that flew by in a few seconds, or at least it felt that way. That natural ecstasy high that no drug or alcohol or anything else could ever compare to is this grand trine in water. So lose yourself in what it is that you love, your emotion, your devotion, the, wa- the element of water in astrology is devotion. That's what it is because all of the emotions are backing it, backing it up. You care. You're not phoning it in. <laughs> You're not going through the motions. It's something where your emotions are fully supportive and engaged with whatever that is for you. Then the potential to go to an altered state of reality, let's say, where you're not in the the limitations, the confines of the physical, well, the clock says it's noontime now, (laughs) and it feels like it's dragging on forever. That's not what this grand trine in water is all about. Also with this grand trine in water, the sun, the sun twice a year, makes a trine to Neptune. And this is one of those times as we're starting off the week. The sun in fixed water Scorpio is making a water trine flow to Neptune and Pisces. Well, Neptune is your dream, your imagination. If, for instance, you happen to be a writer, this is sublime. You always hear writers talking about writer's block. This is not a writer's block. (laughs) aspect. This is a writer's inspiration where um, 
like the Harry Potter author where she was said, she's given many interviews where she said, it just flowed through me. I'm sitting on the bus and here comes the story. So this is just one example of with the sun trine Neptune that we get twice a year, the sun, the light and vitality of the sun is supporting the Neptune in Pisces, which is your imagination, your creativity, your visualization. Pisces is I believe. Pisces is I see it, I know it, I believe it. If it's only, even if it's only in my mind's eye initially, but it's that I believe before it, it hits the physical or manifests in the physical. So this Grand Trine water is what a beautiful, lovely aspect that supports whatever your dream or vision is. So let it go, lose yourself in your imagination and in your powers of visualization. And with the Neptune in Pisces, it's yes, and I believe in that dream, it's gonna happen. This is how we're starting off the week. How beautiful and sweet is that? Now, when we go into Monday, which is the moon's day, we have Mercury and Scorpio making a sextile aspect to Pluto and Capricorn. So Mercury is the mundane mind. It's the thoughts, it's the planning, it's the scheduling, it's the details, it's all of the things that need to get done to make the dream a reality. And the Mercury and Scorpio making that sextile to Pluto and Capricorn is saying, what are the blocks? What are the potential fears that might be there that I have this opportunity with the sextile aspect to face and remove? Now, Mercury and Scorpio is a natural detective. It loves the research. It loves to look at what needs to be removed to move further. The Pluto and Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn, Pluto and Capricorn is saying, we need to take a look at here, what are the blocks that potentially, and by blocks, I mean fears. That is the block. So the Pluto and Capricorn is saying, well, when we look at Capricorn and the planet Saturn, Saturn makes us face the reality of whatever those fears may be so that we can look at it, deal with it and do something about it. So this is happening on Monday, the 14th. And we love this Mercury in Scorpio making that nice 60 degree angle to Pluto, to Pluto and Capricorn because the sextile, the 60 degree angle is saying, yeah, we're, we're willing to work at it at least. Let's give it a try. Let's take a look. Let's work something out so that it has a favorable outcome. For Tuesday, now this day, I'm just over the moon about, because Tuesday, November 15th, Venus returns from her exile. Venus, the planet of relationships, harmony, peace, love, beauty, artistic endeavors, creativity, Venus enters Sagittarius. Now that is sublime because we've had Venus in Scorpio, which is out in exile, 
like locked away in Dracula's castle somewhere and can't get out. Now Venus goes into Sagittarius, ruled by Jupiter. Venus in Sagittarius is, let's have some fun. The optimism, the optimism, the sunshine, fire is light, it's sunny, it's happy. Fire signs have a great sense of humor, a great sense of play, a great sense of excitement, enthusiasm, ethos to be happy and feel alive just to be alive. Sagittarius is also gratitude. Sagittarius is thank you for everything. Now, what's the next adventure? <laughs> I love Sagittarius because it's the sign of honesty. It's a sign that doesn't recognize limitations and boundaries. Sag Sagittarius, half horse, half man, says, well, I'll just jump right over them and keep on going. There's the feral signs of the zodiac, and Sagittarius is one of them. There will always be a component to Sagittarius that is about freedom, that is untamable, not domestic, at least not completely. And so this Venus and Sagittarius and your love partnership relationship, your marriage, your partner, whatever it is, this Venus and Sagittarius says, let's bring the fun back into the relationship. We've been too serious and too suspicious with that Venus and Scorpio. Venus and Sagittarius says, it's the holidays. We're in the holiday season. Let's have some fun. Yes, we need to keep informed and try to do something about it if and when we can, but the enjoyment of life to keep the spirit upbeat and looking at the positive and the attitude of gratitude that that moves you forward more effectively than, than probably anything else. So look forward to the future with Venus and Sagittarius. Now, Venus, of course, is love, the relationship. And how many times have I heard as a professional astrologer, People saying, and I'm sure you've heard this too, maybe said it yourself, I got burned in love. I've been disappointed in love. Never again. Now that is not Venus and Sagittarius. Sagittarius is very innocent. They're like open-hearted children. And one of the beauties of children is that no matter how many times a child may have been let down, that indomitable heart and spirit of a child says, well, I'm going to get back up and try again. This is Venus and Sagittarius. Okay, we've been burned in love. Everybody plays the fool as the song says, but Venus and Sagittarius says, hmm, maybe I'll give it a go. Sagittarius also rules over gambling and games of chance risk taking a chance. And in life, it's all a gamble and a risk, including love, of course. Nobody ever has any guarantee <laughs> about love and controlling how that love relationship will be, nor should we want to control it. We have to just take that risk, that gamble and say, yep, I'll try again. 
Venus and Sagittarius is also love being friendship and enjoying the same things. Every Venus placement in, a, in astrology represents different components to a relationship and what a person wants and needs in a relationship. And when it's Venus and Sagittarius, Venus and Sagittarius wants a bestie, a pal. They want the love interest to be a great friend in the sense of we enjoy doing the same things. We love sports. We love travel. Let's go to Las Vegas. Let's have fun. It's friendship. So enjoy that. And whatever Venus placement you may have or not have, this Venus in Sagittarius enhances the friendship, the fun, the, the enjoying each other and things you like to do together especially going on a new adventure and looking at the relationship. This is Venus looking at the relationship with not only optimism and fun, but the spirit of gratitude, gratitude, being grateful for the person in your life. No amount of money or treasure on this earth can buy caring if a person simply doesn't care. If somebody loves you, count your blessings and how lucky, by the way, Sagittarius rules over luck because nothing can force that or buy that. And so the gratitude, Venus and Sagittarius, of the people in your life that love you, that we can't control or manipulate in any way. Of course, people fake it. But I'm talking about when someone truly loves you for you. If that isn't enough to say thank you about as we're in this holiday season, well, maybe you might want to consider this or feel that energy with our Venus entering Sagittarius. On Wednesday the 16th, we have the fourth quarter moon at 24 degrees Leo. Now, when we go to that crossover point, fourth quarter to new moon, and it's in the sign of Leo, the fourth quarter moon is about letting go of certain things, releasing, loosening things in preparation for the new moon coming up which is in the sign of Sagittarius, and that's just beautiful. That's, that's next week, but the new moon in Sag, superb. Anyway, this fourth quarter crossover point in Leo is about the releasing of something in your life that is now affecting your sense of self-esteem and self-worth. Because when we look at Leo and the dignity and the heart of Leo, it's all about how much you love and respect yourself and how much your sense of value and self-esteem and self-worth has to be in place, let's say, for the new moon action coming up. So whether it's a, a situation, whatever it may be in your life where it's like mm, you decide I'm not going to do this to myself. It's costing my, myself my sense of self-worth. Then this fourth quarter in Leo, because at every fourth quarter 
moon that we get, it will be in a different sign, which means different things. But this one is about what do you need to let go of because it's starting to bother your sense of self-esteem and self-worth. Also on this fourth quarter day, November 16th, and if I'm remembering correctly, I believe this is Bo Derek's birthday. What a sweet, lovely woman she is. She wrote a book, Everything I Learned About Life, I Learned From Horses. She's a great horse person. And horses are, which is a symbol of Sagittarius, horses are mess- messengers from the gods, and they're such sensitive animals. Anyway, I just thought of that before I go to the next aspect for November 16th, which is we have Mercury and Scorpio making a trine, water trine flow to Jupiter and Pisces. So remember how Mercury is all about the planning and the mundane mind and the things we have to do to get things done, the strategy, so to speak. Well, this Mercury in Scorpio making a trine to Jupiter and Pisces is a really good cosmic superpower for making long-range plans. That big trip you've always wanted to take, that's Jupiter always maybe going back to university, higher level of education, That's Jupiter and Sagittarius and Jupiter. So taking a look at what do you want long-term? Mercury, trine, Jupiter. Element of water, which is the flow. It's also the ease of, yes, my emotions are all in. That long-term goal could be moving, traveling, whatever it is for you. The important part of this cosmic superpower is that as you're thinking about and dreaming, well, what is my long-term plan? Mercury trying Jupiter. The important part is that your emotions, you're feeling it. Your emotions are in it. Nice aspect as we enter this cross quarter point of fourth quarter to new moon. Later on, on November 16th, we have the moon entering Virgo, ruled by Mercury. I love a Virgo moon because a Virgo moon can be very um, peaceful and calm. It's earth. It can be grounded. It can be, if you feel like I need to get back to center again. I love the Virgo moon. And then when we go into Thursday, November 17th, we get another fire element. Now, this one is Mercury enters its detriment in the sign of Sagittarius. So it is fire, but we're looking at Mercury, which likes all the little details, the mundane mind. Give me the facts and the details. So if you're making plans, if you can get them at least solidified, finalized somewhat in your mind, your imagination, before that Mercury enters Sagittarius, 
it's exile, it's detriment, it's the furthest away placement from Mercury and Gemini, which is so quick and on it and sharp. Mercury, Mercury at its best does not blink, does not miss a blink of the eye. So sharp. But this is Mercury and Sagittarius. And we have the moon in Virgo ruled by Mercury. So this is definitely, <laughs> this is definitely that in whatever area of life you work in, also Virgo has to do with your health, the digestive tract, how you're feeling, your vitality. This is a cosmic superpower of taking a look at what is best for your optimum health. Because the Mercury and Sag, Sag, of course, wanting to go whole hog in everything is you might want to plan it out as far as eating, drinking, food, how much. Now, that's easier said than done, of course. But the Mercury and Sag is try to pace yourself. Try to let that mer that moon in Virgo keep you in check. Like you go going overboard, it's just too much. It won't work if you keep going. Let that kind of kind of temper the woohoo Mercury in Sagittarius, which can drive too fast, move too fast. Also, because it's Mercury in Sagittarius, always you take what you're hearing and what you're seeing in the news because Mercury rules over the news and the information and the social media, try not to just react and assume and make assumptions and jump to conclusions. Mercury in Sagittarius is, gee, I should really think it, th think it through before I say something or believe what I'm being told, get a second, third opinion. And also we have to be careful of what we say with that Mercury and Sagittarius, no matter what Mercury placement you have in your birth chart, it's Mercury in the opposite sign. And Sagittarius is big, over the top. So if it sounds too good to be true, take another look. If you, especially cars, because Mercury rules over cars and transportation, if it comes down to should I really buy that big ticket item right now? It's the holidays and we're all caught up in the excitement. Maybe I could wait. Think this through for yourself. But that is the Mercury going into Sagittarius. Now, on Saturday, November 19th, this is really take a look at your energy and rest because on this day, we have Mars retrograde in Gemini, ruled by Mercury, making a square aspect. Square is a difficult 90-degree angle. Now, this Mars and Gemini makes a square to Neptune in Pisces. This Neptune in Pisces tying into the square with Mars, this can be just outright lies and deceit and things that can be very draining to you, Mars square Neptune, 
with confusion, with negative emotions, when you're trying to get to the truth. So the depletion of the life force, which is Mars, and Neptune is blurring those lines. It's not clear to say the least. Just on Saturday the 19th, as we're getting ready to go into Thanksgiving week and approaching the, the new moon, remember fourth, fourth quarter to new moon is when the moon is decreasing in light, decreasing in power. So I love how as we start going into Thursday, Friday, that nice Virgo moon, it calms us down. It's like, okay, let's get centered and grounded again and try to be practical <laughs> and watch our health. And then there are a couple of things astrologically, the Mercury going into Sagittarius, but now closing out the week, that Mars and Gemini squaring Neptune. Just relax, take it easy, or do the best you can in that area. Have a nice romantic evening or weekend at home because as we do close out the week on Saturday the 19th, the moon enters Libra, ruled by Venus. Venus is now in Sagittarius. Romance, that kind of thing, enjoyment, yes, but watch the energy and don't let yourself get drained. Do the best you can there with that Mars square Neptune. Thank you, everyone. I hope this helps you out. I love this week. So many really fabulous things that I've been wanting to share with you. A couple of things to look out for, but that's always just going to be part of the journey and exploration during the week. But overall, wonderful. I love the way this cosmic superpower is shifting from all of that Scorpio, fixed water, Venus in exile, and so forth and so forth to this nice fire, excitement, gratitude, optimism, energy that's coming through. We just need to pace ourselves a little bit. Other than that, thank you so much. I will see you all in the stars. Have a fabulous week, everyone. Thank you.